Hello, my fans, friends. Welcome to the Rich Terring podcast feed, powered by ACAS Plus. Thanks to everyone who's come to see the Can I Have My Ball Back tour so far. It's been going really well. I've got a four-star review in The Standard, four-star review in The Telegraph, who once called me the worst comedy experience of the year, so that's a turnaround. Uh, people have been coming, people have really been enjoying it, and it's getting better and better. The only gigs this week are both in Pocklington, the town I was born in, near York. Uh, there's a couple of tickets left for the evening show and a few more tickets left for the matinee, I think about 4.30. But love to see you there, Yorkshire. Pop along, check richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs to see if I'm coming near to you. There are tickets left for nearly every show in the tour. I think Norwich has sold out. Uh, and a couple of gigs in London could do with your support as well. Anyway, please listen to the podcast. Do spread the news about the podcast to your friends. Listen as much as you can. Numbers are slightly down, which may affect the future of this podcast. So just leave it playing, even if you're not in the room. Love you. <laughs> now sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is you're going to listen to. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, I'm Rich Sharing. You're about to listen to and or watch my podcast, Rehalestapa, Rehalestapa, as the cool kids are calling it. Uh, there are lots of ways you can help us out. This is free. It does cost us money to put together. So, and we'd love to do more stuff on the internet. So there's lots of ways you can contribute. But one, for example, would be to come and see me on tour. Then I can earn some money and I can carry on putting out this free rubbish. If you go to richherring.com slash L-O-T-D-S slash tour, you can see if my Lord of the Dance settee tour is coming close to you. Or if this is in the future, uh, just go to richherring.com slash gigs and you can see if I'm coming to a town near you or indeed your own town and then just come and see me and then we won't have to do these embarrassing adverts anymore thank you enjoy the podcast ladies and gentlemen welcome to the leicester square theater will you please welcome a man who has a new notebook it's richard herring thank you very much thank you very much uh, not as good as last week's audience. So welcome to Richard Herring's. <laughs> they were very good. Welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. Our summer school kids are calling it Rahel Estepur. Whoa. Hey, Artsma, it's good. Rahul Uh So, that's what it's now called. It's different. Uh, yes, uh, we, uh, you may know I've got this uh, slivering notebook uh, that I've been asking the questions from for quite some time now, but it's, yeah, it's nearly full up. But, you know, I started thinking to myself, it's a bit childish, isn't it, having a 
Slytherin. I mean, I'm a 47-year-old man. I'm going to be a dad. Uh, you know, it's, and then I thought, you know, I'm not. I did this because I don't like Harry Potter. I hate Harry Potter, and I like Slytherin because they're evil. And I'm trying to bring J.K. Rowling down. I kind of thought, I bet J.K. Rowling gets as much money from this <laughs> as she does from the Hufflepuff ones, whichever other ones. I wonder. I, I don't think any of the money this goes to Voldemort at all. So. I, <laughs> I thought, you know, I've got to grow up. I've got to change my way. So I have bought... I won't be using it yet, but I just wanted to let you know I have bought a new notebook. Uh, it is a Lannister notebook from... Which is... From off of Game of Thrones, which is much more mature, isn't it? Because uh, it's got bums in it. And once a man said cunt in it. So that is... You don't get that in Harry Potter, do you? It'd be good. You'd like to see that in Harry Potter, wouldn't you? You pervert. So, uh, would you like to see all the children's bums? Is that what you want? You disgust me. Now they're adults, it would be... It could do an adult version of Harry Potter. Which is kind of what Game of Thrones is, let's face it. So, uh, uh, anyway, uh, let's have a quick look at uh, if there's any different idiots in the audience today. Uh, just no, normal, normal. Oh, these, these, these guys are new. Oh, this is... No, you're not. They're normal. I, I've just I pressed something that's made it go really badly out of focus. I love New York. What's going on with New York? So what about I love London? What's happened to I love New York? Have you been to New York? Ah, oh, he's just showing off you've been to New York. You've been selling nuclear secrets into the Americans. Is that what you've been up to, David? Is that probably... Was it just a holiday? Was you on holiday together? No. Where, where, what are you doing in New York? Oh, it was a long time ago. Oh, yeah, now look at it. Yeah, that is quite a faded, quite a faded T-shirt. Did you have a milkshake? Oh, they do nice milkshakes in New York. You'll have to go back. Why are you look, trying to avoid my look? I'm not going to pick on you. You seem nice. Hello, sir. What's your name? Alex. Alex. What, what, what's, how's the week been? Have you had a good week? Uh, yeah, it's all right. What have you been doing? Mm, babysitting. Babysitting. For your own baby or for someone? Is that how you make your living? No, it's my own baby. It's your own baby. That's, I don't think that's called babysitting when it's your own baby. I don't, I'm not a dad yet, but I think that's just being a dad. <laughs> I don't think you get extra. Is it, is it your baby? That the two of you to, was it? Is it definitely is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, somebody couldn't hear. We're doing a sign. Uh, what have you been doing while he's been babysitting? Making another baby. Making another baby. So, didn't know about this. So, uh, <laughs> so are you, have you? Are you currently with child? Oh, my wife's pregnant as well. It's nice, isn't it? Has it been kicking you inside you? No. Too little to do that yet. Or yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> No, I didn't know. I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't gonna say it. Uh, it's kind of... It's my, but the stage, my, my wife's been kicked and it's kind of quite nice. I'm quite looking forward to it when it starts kicking her in the ribs and the organs and it, and it hurts. Was that a bit good the first time round? No, but it is quite amusing now that he's got trainers on and he kicks her in the Oh, he kicks her. So now, he, now he's alive. I mean, it was alive then. But, you know... Not... <laughs> It's all right. He's okay. Uh, so your baby, your baby now kicks you with his shoes. Yeah. So you got to watch out. You, has it kicked you in the balls yet? All the time. All the time. <laughs> no, not with me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear a cup. <laughs> gotta think about that. You got to be prepared. Well, thank you for the baby advice from the audience. I will get on with uh, the show. Uh, will you please welcome? I'm not gonna look in the wrong notebook for a second. There's nothing in the Lannister notebook. We're still on Slytherin for the completest. Don't worry, it's still there. He's a man who is best known for his appearance on Sunday Side Up. <laughs> not Sunny Side Up, Sunday Side Up. 
That is why that was amusing. <laughs> You'll know him from that. Will you please welcome Josh Widdicombe, ladies and gentlemen. Sunday, now you recognise him from Sunday Side Up. Sunday Side Up. Two beers he's got. Yes, two two beers. beers. Hello, Josh. Hello. This yeah. isn't an excuse just to get pissed to come here and no, drink No, 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 not at all. I'm just okay. um, dealing with um, my appearance on Sunday Side Up. <laughs> yeah. um, How was that, Sunday Side Up? Um, well, it's not obviously remember it. It's Sunday side up, not sunny side up. Yeah, um, it was a. Uh, it was a. It was I mean, a I, I'm guessing it was on a Sunday. If that it was on a Sunday you. at about nine a.m. Yeah. and it was presented by Stephen Mulhern. Oh yeah, I don't and, like him. Um, it was just. Before <laughs> I don't like him. You don't like him. I don't like Stephen Mulhern because when he was on the X Factor, he did the X Factor backstage the, the extra too. Factor. Yeah, and he would just get people. He would sort. He would interview people and then behind their back we go mm, you're stupid you know interview all the yeah people I remember were. from Sunday Side Up yeah. it was on. <laughs> uh, uh, Sunday Side Up I, I didn't really know what it was but I had to yeah. go on to promote something and it was um, the dream guest duo of me and Kimberly Walsh from Girls Aloud <laughs> and we didn't have much in common no. um, and uh, there was a, it was just before Christmas and um, I had to start by um as they said we're going to do a joke where you have to turn on the, our Christmas lights but uh, it's behind a tree so I had to kind of shimmy behind this Christmas tree on the floor Yeah. and as I was doing it, the floor manager said to me um, oh, I've worked with you haven't I and I said no <laughs> and he said we, we did Celebrity Juice together and I said oh I've never done Celebrity Juice <laughs> and he went oh one day son <laughs> I thought this is the lowest moment of my career. <laughs> Sunday side up was considered the stepping stone. It was considered that, that stepping stone hasn't been stepped <laughs> so far. Would you do uh, celebrity juice if you were uh, offered it? Um, um, I've seen I, what you've done. Obviously, you would do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sunday side up and no further. That is my view. Um, no, I, I, I don't think I'm right for it. No, so I probably don't. I don't know much about celebrity, no. so it wouldn't work for me. I don't what think. about juice? Juice, um, yeah, I like it. Um, I haven't seen celebrity juice, I don't and like I didn't realise that the like juice bit was so heavily. Is that actually? <laughs> it's mainly juice based. Is it mainly juice based? Yeah, it's juice right. based. I might do celebrity juice. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good if you like juice. I had some uh, clementine juice the other day. Did you? Yeah, nice. Surprisingly nice. Just kind of showbiz lifestyle I have. Just uh... there's, um, I'm currently into the uh, the green juice that's in oh, Pratt. Yeah. I've, I've had one of those as well. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. good, isn't it? Do you have the smoothie one or the well, vegetable one? This is one? the problem. I have the vegetable one, yeah, but they're too. so close that about two out of five times I buy the wrong one. Yeah, you've got to look very clever. It's and difficult. What isn't a it? day that is. It's, um, difficult. <laughs> it's difficult for us uh, celebrities. <laughs> Have you tried, I, I, don't want, I don't want to hijack this, but have you tried their mac and cheese? No. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> I, I was so excited. And no. What is it? I haven't even seen it. Macaroni cheese, oh, but macaroni cheese. from Pratt. Okay. So it's macaroni cheese, but like now. <laughs> but six no. out of ten, mate. <laughs> Cost, it costs £3.50 to buy the juice. Yeah, it's that's, how, that's, yeah. That's, this is how the other side live, mate. Yeah. And two out of five times, I don't even enjoy it. <laughs> it's not even very nice. 
It's freeing. So look, I want to get this out of the way. I was, you know, the Great British Bake Off. You've oh, seen this program. I love program. the Great British Bake Off. And then there's an extra show, the kind of show that comedians like me who don't really get on TV very much can make a nice living occasionally once a year appearing on something like that. I was asked to be on <laughs> the Extra Slice with Joe Brand. Yep. And then I gave the dates I could do, and they said, oh, we'll get back to you. And they never got back to me. And then you, there's, there who I see popping up for the second time, greedily taking a second slice of that cake. Not one appearance wasn't enough for you with your £3.50 juice habit. Oh, and I, do you know the worst thing? I spent it all on juice. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, well obviously, um, well, what happened was... Yeah. I did it once, yeah. and in that episode where uh, the lovely Kate had been evicted, mm. not evicted, uh, <laughs> sacked. No, what, what is the phrase? On the, you're pied. Eliminate. You're pied. <laughs> <laughs> She'd been pied. And, uh, and so that was fine, but I, on that one, declared my love for Chetna. Yeah. Thinking, that's fine, I'm never going to meet Chetna. And then they phoned me up a couple of weeks later and go, do you want to come in and do you're pied again and I said <laughs> and I said yeah and then it was Chet yeah that's why you had your back never repeatedly declare your love for a woman on Twitter yeah. if there's a chance you'll then have to sit in a room with her <laughs> her husband daggers man <laughs> Chet they came up to me after to have my photo with you and the guy taking went I'm her husband <laughs> I said if I was going to make my move on Chet now I would have shagged Chetna if I, they'd had me on. But, oh, no. You clever. Oh, I'll see that in. I'm th- thinking the long game. I'll get herring. That's, I can't feed my baby now next year because of you. That would have been, oh, that would have been it. I feel bad. Um, it's, good. it's not that good show. Uh, so, uh, you won Celebrity Mastermind with 24 points. I did. <laughs> What's that? Is that bad Fuck or good? Fuck you. What did you get? No, I got 35 points. 35 points? And I didn't win. Well, you can only play the hand you're dealt, my friend. <laughs> 24 points. Um, How can you have a Celebrity Mastermind trophy and I don't? What kind of justice is there in this world? I, well, that's similar to what the woman from Emmerdale that got 22 <laughs> points said to me. Um, and um, no, it's fine. She, um, I was going to say, afterwards, I don't know her name, but yeah. I'm sure it... Sure it People, um, she was very. She'd done black books, so I was like, "Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get on with her. She's gonna be nice." She was nice enough. She's the most competitive person I've ever met. And then afterwards, she came up to me and went, "Your general knowledge questions are easier than mine." <laughs> and I've never seen hate like it yeah. till Chetna's husband. <laughs> until now, because I'm the most competitive person you've ever met, and I keep losing. Uh, <laughs> Who did you lose to? Uh, Hillary, I want to say Hillary Kay, is that right? Because I confuse her with the woman who wrote Wolf Hall. Uh, Hillary Hillary Kay, yeah, not Hillary Mantle, Hillary Kay, she's an antiques expert. She did Wedgwood as a special subject. Come off it. Have a day off. (laughs) (laughs) What was your special subject? My special subject was Blur. Oh. Yeah, uh, excluding solo careers. Someone told me that uh, Mylene Class did Sex in the City series two. <laughs> I was told I couldn't do. I want to do Spinal Tap, and they said that's not a big enough subject. I, I was told to do the episode of Friends where Ross gets his teeth whitened. Um, 
Smooth, so conceivably, they should be allowed to do a small subject, just ask very, very difficult questions about yeah, it. Yeah, so I was, like, I, d- I thought blur, it's broad enough that they're going to do broad brush strokes. Yeah. And so I got 11 out of 13 on blur. How did you have the time for 35 questions? I think they I was do, told I wasn't allowed to interrupt. I think they do, they do have slightly less time, in the, it depends when you did it. But I, oh. I just answered quickly and correctly. <laughs> Apart from the four. Well, tell that to the empty shelf where there's no trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I will. And next week, um, uh, next, in the next couple of uh, weeks, uh, Richard Osman is going to be one of my guests. Oh, so we can talk about me failing to win a uh, pointless trophy as well. <laughs> Do you, I'm, you're more than welcome to hold my pointless trophy that I won. <laughs> Did you win? Yeah, I won. Yeah. <laughs> I got knocked out in the first round. Did you? Yeah. Who with? Rona Cameron. It was her fault. <laughs> what was the subject? So easy. It was, Could it was I so, have a go? Well, uh, yeah, okay. It was... Um, but, you know, it's so much easier when you're not under the spotlight, as you know. No, no, it I was, won. Uh, no, see, <laughs> Against them, celebrities are all idiots. Uh, I, uh, it's ridiculous. Mate, it's ridiculous. Mate, uh, so you say they're all idiots. You haven't had to try and see Sue Pollard off. <laughs> it was uh, 1980s solo artist who got a number one. Okay. Um, oh. Yes, it's not as I easy. Think, it uh, There's a lot. That's the problem. Yeah, I, me I, and Rona. I think Holly Johnson would be a good one. Mm. I think he probably got a, Holly, a number one. Um, so you think he probably got a number? This is the problem. I was waiting. Yeah, so you're goes, thinking, but it goes you're thinking Kershaw. Well, I, was, I didn't think of Nick Kershaw, but I'm not even sure he did. Of Howard Jones, but I'm not sure he even did. Uh, I thought of Joe Dolce, then I, then I convinced myself that was oh, 1970s. Yeah, that's a good one. But Joe Dolce was, was the one for that. I, I did, oh, I, I've got a good one. Go on. I think Nina Cherry would have been a good answer yeah, that might for Buffalo Stance, or Stance, probably. That's probably true. If that is correct answer, I don't know. That's why... <laughs> Check that with Richard Osman next week. <laughs> I'm not sure he knows all the answers, to be oh, honest. Oh, does he not? I'm not sure. I think just someone oh, whispers you know in his ears. What? His computers are fake. Yeah. Yeah. Have that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's five foot ten. Um. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out all about that next time. So, um... Yes, well, let me see. I w- I'm going to go for... Get, let's get this out of the way. Dirty Brit com- Confessions. Have you seen this website where fans... Yeah, I have, their, yeah. Have you masturbated whilst looking at your own... <laughs> Masturbate by ri- while writing on it, mate. Um, <laughs> no, I haven't. Am I on it, then? You are on it. There are four or five of yours, and most of them... Are, again, There's one, uh, if it's that. Yeah. Is that the one where it's pure fiction? Or is that... <laughs> I'm not going to start doing groupie stories of where they've had well, sex Well, there's one where These someone's put a fictional up. story online about yeah. um, how uh, me and Ramesh Ranganathan uh, talked to her about Doctor Who for 45 minutes. <laughs> which is... I've got nothing to say on Doctor Who. I, that's not Dirty Brick Confessions. No, it's not. It? That's something else. That's something else. That's the U- Operation New Tree. <laughs> <laughs> the, ne- the next generation. <laughs> Operation U Tree, the new class. <laughs> these are people. Screech is still involved. Um... <laughs> he always is. Watching. Uh, these are uh, people's uh, sexual fantasies about comedians, anonymous sexual fantasies about comedians that they have not, I presume, done. Presumably. But, you can, yeah. but I want to find out if you'd be up for doing them. Okay. Depending, you know. Yeah, yeah, you don't of course. Know. 
This is what I want to breastfeed Josh Whittaker. No. <laughs> Have you started yet, or are you just still... Um... <laughs> oh, it's not the whole thing. I want to breastfeed Josh Whittaker whilst giving him a handjob, which is a confusing mixture of mothering... <laughs> nurturing... I mean, you'd get a drink out of it. <laughs> it's no I describe. Juice. I mean, I describe that experience as bittersweet. <laughs> You know, that's oh not... my god! It's 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 almost like as much as going in as is coming out. Um, <laughs> it's like um, a human centipede. It is. Like my own human centipede. <laughs> it could be infinite. <laughs> um, no, I'm not up for that. Not up for that. Do they say who it is? No. All right, no. No. So there's no way of finding out. But you know. So if it, yeah, no. A lot of yours have not. Again, I think like because you see, it, you appear to be quite a sweet young man. Yeah. So a lot of them are about tussling your hair and and tussling as, my hair. Yeah. Tuss- and a lot of them are kind of. Oh, I want to ha- have a watch TV with them, which a lot of the lot of the sweeter comedians I get these. Watch TV with you them. You know, yeah. <laughs> not even. I don't want. One of them was. I don't want to have sex with them. I just wanted. I can't remember what it was, but it was. I've it met was, her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my girlfriend. <laughs> Um, this is, this is, given this is a fantasy site, right, this is quite weak of the person. Uh, I want to tell Josh Whittingham he's been a naughty boy and spank him hard, in parentheses, with his permission, of course. <laughs> Which I think, you know, to add that, sort of adds a kind of creepy element to it. You're not sort of yeah. thinking, these are my celebrity rape fantasies. I'm going to yeah, spank him and call him a naughty too boy. Weak. With his permission. I, of I, yeah, I don't know who's. Why even bother to take to the internet with I mean, that? I mean, I can do these things if the, if, and see if you like them. I didn't put this one on, but if you, want me to, if you want me to spank you hard and call you a naughty boy, I can do that so the person can get an idea what that would be like. Nah. Okay. <laughs> nearly, nearly. I've got, I managed to <laughs> Has kiss... Has that ever worked out for yeah, you? Yeah, I've, got, uh, I've uh, blown raspberries on Greg Davies, I think, and oh, yeah. I did something to Nick Helm. I can't remember it's lost as though there was some way of recording it uh, now this is this is quite interesting Josh Whittacombe in the wrestling leotard on League of Their Own oh yeah I remember that holy shit that man has a massive cock oh that's really disappointing because I can tell you what um, so I had to do this um, Greco-Roman wrestling yeah where I was taking on a Greco-Roman wrestler and it was who could last the longest against a Greco-Roman wrestler me or Jack Whitehall and um it's the question everyone's been asking. <laughs> Finally settled. <laughs> and uh, and um, we went backstage to get changed, me and Jack, and um, he offered me a pair of socks to put ah. down there. So um, I haven't really got a cock as big as they hope. You've got a massive sock, though. I've got... Uh, tell you what, if you, if you want to go hiking in the Lake District... <laughs> Well, that's that. You have let down one young lady slash man. There, we'll never know yeah. which it was. Le- no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. they're not very perceptive if they were looking at it and couldn't work out that that was a sock. Yeah, no, I know the, the heel was clearly pointing out. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking of penises. Oh yeah. Uh, if you had to, if you would say your girlfriend died. Yep. And you were there after a period of mourning. You were yep. back on the dating market. But had become gay. Yeah. Imagine that. I don't think it would take that much imagination. Uh, if you had to choose between... <laughs> it's borderline at best, isn't it, with me? Um, 
It's always been questions. <laughs> if you had to choose between dating a man who yeah. was a six foot tall penis but with a face, so he could talk on the on the yeah, helmet. Well, I think it would be on the helmet. I think the helmet would be. It wouldn't be on the uh, the bit with the. Um, I used to know what that was called. Uh, the little uh, the the thing that can rip. Um, the which? Frenulum. The frenulum. Of I course. thought you said primula. <laughs> Wouldn't be on the frenulum, the other side of the yeah, penis. No, no. So um, the top side of the penis would be the face. The frenulum. I mean, would I be don't the back, think when like you a... say you've got to go gay. Yeah. I don't think that'd be the main thing people <laughs> would say. People would go. Oh, sorry, are you a homosexual. <laughs> you're a very, very <laughs> intense homosexual. You will only have only go out with a penis. They haven't heard the whole question. Uh, so <laughs> the face would be on the on the helmet, yeah. uh, but on the non-frenulum side of the helmet. What's his? What at the bottom has he got balls or is he no, just no balls? It's just a smooth, like he's not been decapitated from somewhere. Uh, no. He might even still be attached to a gigantic man. <laughs> but you would know that it'd be like in Gulliver's. Oh, land, okay, okay. That you just. She hasn't got like a hard soul, like a, a shoe. <laughs> I'm sure he would have to move around. I think I imagine being like a, uh, a slug-like affair on the bottom. Oh, so he doesn't even yeah. stand up. No, he stands well, up, but he moves. Unless we get home early. <laughs> <laughs> he moves. He moves like, like a slug would. Okay, yeah. Uh, across the floor. Uh, that's one of the choices. I mean, uh, the other one's going to have to be pretty bad. <laughs> no one has chosen the gigantic cock yet. Uh, or a man who is normal man in every regard. Except, well, I've got to go with this one. <laughs> except that instead of a penis, he has a tiny man. There. Of course! <laughs> I'd go out with him instead of a woman. Um, three of you hanging out! Oh, wow. So, does the tiny man erect? <laughs> I think he would, uh, w- would have to, yeah, because he's still, he's still attached like a penis. So, if the man became, the big man became aroused, the blood would fill and. Yeah, but of course you'd go for that. Yeah. Because, I mean, to be honest, if someone said to me, do you want your penis replaced with a tiny man? <laughs> I'd at least think about it. <laughs> a company. Yeah. If your phone dies on a train journey. <laughs> get out the old chap, quite literally. <laughs> B. Yeah. Think. I mean, like, there's, there's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't I, you feel guilty? I mean, would you use him as a penis? Um, I don't know, so if you were that guy, if you had If I was guy, that guy, would I use him would as a you penis? Use it, would you have sex? Do I get the feelings that you would get from a penis through that guy? Yeah, but he also... But he, he also... But I wouldn't say I was masturbating. <laughs> I'd put a little blindfold on him. Because <laughs> I couldn't have him look me in the eye at the same time. I couldn't have him look at him and go, come on, mate! <laughs> Would you dress him? <laughs> I think you would have to. It'd be too embarrassing. Because a condom would kill him. Yeah. So that's a good argument, isn't it? Just ca- we can't use a condom. It would kill my tiny man. <laughs> Whereas you know, put him inside your vagina might also kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing's not going to be pleasant for him. I mean, I imagine the problem would be if this happened to me, I'd be like. I've seen the films, I'd be like captured by American military and used for tests, wouldn't I? 
If you were the guy, yeah, I think you would. But yeah. I'm only asking you to is date that guy. Is he a version of me, or is it a different guy? No, it's a different guy, different guy. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> if you do, you know, you wouldn't get a choice about that. That would be... You can't go, oh, can I have... Yeah. James Acaster. We get, we that would be the, literally the worst choice. <laughs> stop performing. Um, <laughs> but anyway, you're not the person to stop. No, putting, I, that's I not guess. the question. Oh, sorry, sorry, You've sorry. changed the question. Sorry, I, go, I, I definitely have sex with the man Thank you. who has got a man. I didn't ask if you were going to have sex with him, but that's <laughs> that is an interesting. So was the question, would you, would you have say, a no, go unconsummated relationship? <laughs> would you go on a date oh, with Oh, date? Him? Yeah. Very simple, loving thing, which you've sullied with your... How would I... I would definitely have sex with the man. Now I'm going to take that out of context How would and I just know? use that as the podcast. I would, would definitely I... have sex with the man. <laughs> <laughs> Without even asking a question. Um, uh, what is the worst place you have been sick? Oh, I'm always sick. Um, I, think, I guessed that about you. Did you? Yeah. I've got a problem. I always throw up. Um, Ashling B thinks I've got a, a hiatus hernia. Okay. Do, do we know what this is? No. Is it? Hernia. What? Hiatus hernia. Okay. Well, that's not the issue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you I'm think? Imagine I went to a doctor. Go. Never heard of one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I throw up quite a lot, right. so I've been sick in some terrible places. Have you? Um, uh, oh God, it's difficult to narrow it down. Oh, Just I was once, I was once driving on the M3 in a hire car Ooh. at uh, 70 miles an hour, yeah. cool. traditionalist, and, um, <laughs> and I need to be sick, and it, I, had a, I had to throw up in a sat-nav bag. <laughs> that I had to empty at fleet services. That's not a, a thing with a lot... I mean, unless it's a very old sat-nav. They're quite small, those sat-nav Yeah, bags. no, yeah, no, yeah, but it was also a hired sat-nav bag. <laughs> but luckily I'd got zero excess, so they couldn't touch me. <laughs> He's been sick all over the car. Yeah, <laughs> and then I had a shit in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> zero excess, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> I, uh, I like coming up with uh, terrorist atrocities that I would like to carry out. Okay. Do you ever, have you ever thought of any good ones? I've, I've, I've had all sorts. Um, no. No. Don't, Is don't this entrapment? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just trying to help. Well, I'm trying to help out the secret services, really, by oh, oh, coming okay. up with or ISIS and Al-Qaeda, depending, yeah. depending who listens first. And whoever, first. whoever buys it. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. sell to the highest bidder. <laughs> um, well, there's various places to blow up. Yeah. But are you, well, well, I'm just. No, I was thinking, that, as I said in the last podcast, I was thinking of like you could get uh, explosives onto plane by putting them in Barocca form and then adding water to them oh, on the plane. That's good. Yeah. Or you could. Um, thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, I do. I that. mean, I often just think, you know, this is what I would do. Like, I, uh, there's breast oh, bombs. You, were, you know, you could. If put you bombs were to in bomb breast. a plane, how would you do it? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Or right? you know, when Charlie Brooker had the idea of. Uh, I think two motorcyclists driving along with razor wire at ankle level just driving down the street. Oh my god. <laughs> and, uh, and cutting off everyone's feet. But he just feet. had that off the top of his head. <laughs> that was the first thing that came into his mind. That anyway. pissed all over your Barocca idea, didn't it? <laughs> a rather tame Barocca. My Barocca would be a high explosives, it would take down a plane. So would, would you take the Barocca? 
No, you'd make the Baraka into the explosives that you're not allowed to take onto the plane and then blow up the plane. I'm not going to go on to... not going to play and drink a Barocca and then think, oh, I did a slightly unusual coloured wee in the toilet. That's not a terrorist atrocity, is it? I'm not going to eat some asparagus, go, oh, I left their toilet. Slightly smelling of asparagus, if they can smell that, and some people can't. <laughs> um, in conclusion... <laughs> no. No. It's nice. It's, you know, in a way, it's nice. It says something nice about that you haven't thought of lots of ways of killing thousands of people. I think about obviously we all have the one way on the tube platform. Yeah. And what? Do you think about if so, if you were to be pushed in the back, yeah. or if you were to push someone in the back? Yeah. And how that would change your life? It would change your life. It's like sliding doors. The film Sliding Doors. <laughs> that would have been a much better version of Sliding Doors. It would have ended like Seven with Gwyneth Paltrow's head on its own. <laughs> Um, would you like to push someone else or be pushed? Is that I what? have to stand back. I've got a p- uh, phobia of it, so I have, have to you? stand back when the train comes, which at rush hour means I never get on the train. <laughs> I can't be near the yellow line. But also, because it's you... What, people are more tempted to push? Yeah. Let <laughs> <laughs> go, it's the bloke off... Uh, you know. Extra slice. <laughs> Chetna's husband coming up behind me. Hit me in the back with one of her cakes. <laughs> you are currently... Uh, in are you filming it? A sitcom? You've written a sitcom? Are you filming Starts it Starts next Monday. Just had a costume fitting that you haven't? Starts I filming have. on Monday. Or you Starts yeah. filming ne- what day are we? Monday. Monday. Next week. Week on Monday. And I'm very excited and terrified. Yeah. So you've done a pilot of it and you're now Done a pilot serious. and now we're doing the thing. And um, yeah, it's, it's an intense experience. It's and a, what's the premise of the sitcom? Me. <laughs> <laughs> But with other people. Um, so, uh, Jack D is playing my landlord. You didn't think that I could play your landlord? Um, I'm an ageing comic. Jack D's in everything. Is he? Yeah, give it, he's in... Oh, shit. He's in... Uh, he's really good. Why, why not give like, an opportunity really to... Yeah, exactly. There you go. Well, I why tell you Why not give what? an opportunity to me? Because I presumed you were busy with the extra slice. <laughs> So Jack D's a grumpy landlord. Jack D's a weird landlord, okay. and then I live with um, BT Edmondson. Yes. And uh, Ellis James. And um, oh, the hijinks! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really bad at selling my own stuff. Is it like the Seinfeld for the 21st century set in the? UK? I realised when I was I was, I was less like it was that, and more because I'm. I realised because I'm quite a kind of grumpy person that maybe it, I just mistakenly created a prequel to One Foot in the Grave. (laughs) (laughs) Mistakenly done One Foot in the Grave 30 years earlier. (laughs) Before he, you know, settled down. What is your catchphrase in it? Is there a... Um, I cannot believe it. (laughs) This is beyond belief. I love it in uh, I love it in adverts and, and sitcoms where where something is written that is ridiculous and someone says I can't believe you know, I can't I, believe well, this. Do you know what my um, yeah the producer's got a real issue with this. Yeah, the, the moment you say this is unbelievable, he's like, <laughs> well, of course it is. You can't just put that in. He it's um, it's yeah. When you this is 
Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know the the in the you know phones for you have gone down now, but they ju- they just did the yeah. I, unbelievably, there was it was a three two one of the twenty first century. <laughs> It was harder than three, two, one. Uh, but their last advert was Back to the Future. It was a horrible uh, abortion uh, attempt. I don't of, remember that. Uh, well, they, but then they had a woman. So the guy said uh, he could predict that the phone wouldn't be obsolete for two years, but he couldn't predict the phones for you was about to go down. That was. That was the, <laughs> but he said your phone won't be obsolete for two years, and I'll show you. So he, t- he gets in the Back to the Future car and takes her to the future, and she's a film at, film star, and is taking selfies of herself with her phone still. Right. Uh, which is odd for a lot of reasons. Uh, but as she gets in the car, she kind of goes, wow, I don't, I don't believe this. <laughs> goes, yeah, yeah, it's the Back to the Future car. <laughs> it's obviously not happening. Don't say that. It ruins the advert. You've sort of stepped out. You've gone, got like 30 seconds and you're paying like £2,000 a second. <laughs> so I'm saying, this is unbelievable. <laughs> this would never happen. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, so... Um, yeah, I did do that. So, uh, 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 yes, you grew up in Devon. So that's what you're another. That's another. That's I was grew up in Somerset. So oh, we yeah, are we are extreme rivals. You're from Cheddar. Yeah. What? Where, where we? Where were you in Devon? Um, I was from a village called Haytor Vale, which oh, I wouldn't okay. expect you to know on Dartmoor. Oh. Um, Have you where? ever seen a Bigfoot on Dartmoor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, I haven't. Did um, you see the? Dartmoor cat, big cat. The Dartmoor cats, yeah. that's what they used to call me. Um, uh, <laughs> so my love of jazz uh, when I was growing up. <laughs> Here he comes, the Dartmoor cats. Um, the <laughs> uh, it was the Beast of Bodmin. No, Dartmoor I didn't, I don't think Dartmoor had a cat, but uh, Bodmin had a, which was presumably a puma. Yeah. I think it was true, wasn't it? No. No. <laughs> I thought that was like a... Do pumas don't exist. Do pumas not exist? <laughs> oh, you're one of those Adidas guys, aren't you? <laughs> Have you ever been to Barometer World? Barometer World? Yeah. No, it's but I'd in, love to. It's in, it's in Devon. Is that in Devon? I think so. Or it might be Dorset. It's all the same, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> We're not going back it's to all, any of them. It's um, all not Somerset. That's what I'm saying. So do you feel like a Somerset loyalist, or do you... Well, I've, you know, I'm a little bit like the littlest hobo uh, in the, where, you know, I'm crossed with Paul Young in that I am, I am a dog and wherever I do a shit, that's my home. Uh, so I've lived all over the place. I was born in Yorkshire. Oh, so yeah. In, 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 in a lot of what I support, York City FC. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I have a loyalty to Somerset and it's kind of fun to have that West, all of the West Country is equally rubbish or good it's equal yeah. so it doesn't matter did you used to go to a place called Trago Mills I've heard of it well, remind me what's happened I don't think we did go there what was what was at Trago Mills it's utterly insane um, it basically was a shop there's about four branches in the southwest, but there's one in Devon that was nearest to me where um, it would sell so it was it sounds like I'm making it up but has anyone here been to Trago Mills yeah yeah, right, yeah, I was just checking that I hadn't misremembered this. Um, so it's, it's like a kind of black and white Tudor castle just off the A38 <laughs> right. that sells old autobiographies of like uh, Angela Rippon, <laughs> sports goods. I wish it was just that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 business <laughs> is booming. <laughs> 
they've built this castle. <laughs> we've got the Angela Rippenor to my face. What the hell's gone wrong? But the thing is, she's always there to sign. So she is sat out there 24-7. If you want an Angela Rippenor biography, it sells all kinds of shit and it's yeah. got a fun fair and it's got peacocks roaming the grounds. Okay. And the guy that owns it is very anti-EU, so it's got slogans against the EU everywhere, like the European Union is selling Britain by the euro, that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, and it is insane. But you clearly didn't go there. I didn't go. I definitely didn't go there. But I'm going to go there. Yeah, you can't go there. Definitely. And they they started charging for bags when I was a kid. We thought this is beyond the pale, but now everyone does it. Everyone's well, it's environmentally friendly now. Yeah, well, it's one of those many environmentally friendly things that businesses take on board if it means it can make or save them money. <laughs> yes. That's the only thing they do. <laughs> like, you know, if you're in a hotel and they go, you know, towels yeah, cost they're... a lot to wash. <laughs> so, do you mind if we never clean your towels? <laughs> Just... You're right if we don't make your bed. <laughs> Please think carefully about that. Uh, good. So, where do you get your crazy ideas from? <laughs> um. Almost exclusively from um, my wild mind. No, um, okay. no I, d- I don't. <coughs> no. 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 It's, I, I, it's I not just... a very good question. No. Uh, no, no, it's not. It's, it's a, a joke question. It's a joke question. It's difficult to come up with a joke answer. To a joke what question, do you prefer, doing comedy or something else? <laughs> <laughs> doing comedy. Okay. <laughs> I've got nothing else going on. This is my night off. Is it? So I thought. I'll come and do this. Because <laughs> the other option is something else. Yeah. Do you, you're, but you work all the time. I do. Well. I'm, I'm going to stop. Are you? No, I, I'm going to really cut down. Are I am, you? I'm, well, I'm... Maybe you're good. the only person that... I go, well, you know, I'm bad, but at least I'm not rich and terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't get paid for most of the things I do, so you at least... Do, all no, of your no, things are properly not... on TV. Mine, this is me just sitting in front of some idiots who I've managed to con to come down... <laughs> They must have paid, though. Look at, they? Yeah, they have. Look at them, these idiots. They come every week, these ones. I mean, their house... And then you just call them idiots, and they lap it up and want some more. And you call this a living. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think... But you're still youngish. 31. Yeah, that's really young. Is it? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You've got, like, another good ten years of working every single day before it starts to kill you. <laughs> Uh, but I've just got to a point where I've thought, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not... I, I have, this year I've been working really stupidly hard, even by my own standards, and so uh, I've decided to stop. But do you get the thing where you work really hard and then when you stop you go, but what else do I do? Yeah, but then you, that's why you kind of think, I'll get a life and... Like this weekend... Oh God, this has suddenly become... I meant to be... Uh, <laughs> I was meant, I've, I meant, I've, I've had a sitcom script that I was meant to be writing mm. by the end of October, which is for people at home very soon yeah uh, and uh, I just hadn't you know I've been t- I'm too burnt out to do it and then I just decided fuck it I'm not going to do it uh, and then I had the weekend off and it was brilliant I went to the t- I went to um, Hampstead Heath really? with my, with my really? wife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Mate, this is what I've been missing going finally I could decide between a six foot penis and a man with a man penis and we went walking and that was nice and then on Sunday I just stayed in bed all day and watched telly did you? yeah it was fucking what great. did you watch? did you watch Country Farm? Uh, no we watched we watched like Netflix and stuff we watched Armageddon which my wife the Bruce Willis film? Yeah. my wife had never seen it 
Really? I've seen it loads of times. Have you seen it before? Yeah, I saw it at the cinema. Yeah. Um, first, I mean, I don't want to spoiler, but yeah. first film Bruce Willis ever dies in. Oh, that is quite a big spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it depends whether you know the chronology of Bruce. Oh, no, no, it's not. It's a spoiler. It spoils, yeah. definitely spoils Armageddon. <laughs> and it spoils and every before. film before that. <laughs> yeah. If you're watching Die Hard 1, go, which is no problems here. <laughs> He's got more hair than in Armageddon. <laughs> uh, Armageddon, what else did we I, I tried to get my wife to watch, uh, into watching Battlestar Galactica, the uh, series, the TV series. I, the, the mod, more modern one. I'm not oh. going all face from A-Team on you. Right, I don't do sci-fi. Oh, man, it's good. I know I should, but I just can't. I, I've got that thing with sci-fi and fantasy where I go, well, they could just make anything up at any minute that will get them out of this situation. Not about Star Galactica, it's very true to life. It's very it true is. to life. <laughs> what would happen what's if you the, were... What's the premise? Well, it's like the 12 colonies... Uh, uh, <laughs> have been at war with the, some robots they created but the robots go away uh, and then 40 years nothing happens and then the robots come back with a surprise and now some of them look like people and they blow everything up with nuclear bombs. What do you mean for 40 years nothing happens? Is 40 that... years they go away. 40 years? They have a big war and then they have a truce. They don't explain how the truce came about but the silence go then the silence go <laughs> after every big war the silence. Is this part of the series? No this is right at the beginning. Oh, right. They just sort of explain this. Uh, the silence who've been just determined to destroy their makers just go who are winning they go oh, all right oh we'll just go live somewhere else in the universe they go well why the fuck didn't you do that five years ago and stop this war just go fuck off robots toasters they call them that's funny uh sorry <laughs> sorry I'll, let's retake that frack off uh you took yeah some Battlestar Galactica fans in tonight not very many <laughs> And, uh, and then they come back and they blow everything up and kill everyone apart from Battlestar Galactica which doesn't have any computers on it so they can, they're not able to God, get into it. sounds shit. And then, <laughs> and then it goes on for ages. But At I'm what so, point did your wife go, nah. <laughs> It was quite a long time in and she just got annoyed because I told her it was an hour long and it was 90 minutes long. How many, how many series are there? five or six I watched them all like in a but the, weirdly the good thing about getting old is you forget everything that's happened to you before <laughs> so I watched Battlestar Galactica again I couldn't remember anything about it or half of the people in it God. and I watched the entire thing about, about five years ago blimey yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's for me so what I'm saying is give up comedy and lie in bed and watch, watch Netflix <laughs> yeah I'm up for that. Yeah, it's good. Me and you? Yeah. <laughs> not Battlestar Galactica, though. Go on, give it a go. I've not got Netflix. And they, have ki- they have like, people kissing and stuff, and it's not as good as Game of Thrones in terms of uh, That's nudity. another one I just can't... Unless oh, it's set on. in the real world. If you were into Game of Thrones, you could buy a book like that. I, I mean, I literally don't know what you've held up. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest... If I was into Game of Thrones, I could buy a notes book. <laughs> Into, I've, been, uh, I've been out buying them for years, mate. <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh, uh, I read the first one. Yeah. Bit far fetched. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed about the first eight pages when he lived with his horrible uncle. Yeah. And then an owl arrived, and I went, "Not for me." <laughs> <laughs> I auditioned for the Hobbit, though. For the Hobbits, you'd have been great, did not it? Well, not according to the people that auditioned me. <laughs> It's the only thing I've ever auditioned for because I'm not an actor. Yeah. So I thought, but I thought, you know, 
extras work coming my way. <laughs> and um, no, it was disastrous. It was horrible. What happened at the audition? I went in and I delivered... Well, I'd never read it or seen yeah. The Lord of the Rings or seen The Hobbit. Obviously, I'd not seen The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> if, I'd, if I'd watched The Hobbit and realised I wasn't in it, I wouldn't have bothered turning up. Um, That's a good clue. <laughs> so... You what, sorry? Tim from the office is in it, don't worry. It's, uh, Tim from the office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, a, it's a cross-reference to something uh, else in the series. And uh, <laughs> I was in a restaurant with Tim from the office the other Were day. You? Yeah. Not with him, but he was on a different table. Yeah. Was it... Do we clarify that? Was it Mike Freeman or was it Tim? Was it was he being Tim from the off? Because my idea, I think that yeah. you, you improve things by putting a Shrek in them, obviously, but also by putting Tim. I want to remake The Hobbit and Sherlock, but with Tim from the office. It wouldn't take much of a remake, but it's but it literally is elementary, my dear Tim from the office. And, Come on, Tim from the office, we must go on a journey to a big mountain with a dragon in it. <laughs> yes, that's the guy that was in the restaurant. Yes, that's the guy. That's Tim from the office. So um, he was in the restaurant with... We were trying to work out whether it was his wife. Well, was it the woman from Sherlock? Or was well, it we Googled her. Amanda Abington. On our laptop. And then she came over and looked at the specials board, which was above us, while she was on our laptop. <laughs> I don't think she saw, but there was a moment where you're going, this is literally going to... I've done that, but I'm trying to think who it was with. I was trying to find some actor's name, and like they were sitting behind me in a theatre or in front of me in a theatre. And then you Google them, and you think, this will look odd if they look round. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing with them. Have you ever like not known who someone is who you're meeting or something, so you search yeah. them on the internet? Yeah. And they try and borrow your phone or something. <laughs> It's going to bring up their Wikipedia. Yeah. Also, if you are on porn sites all the time, some bothers, which I imagine, uh, <laughs> then that's just the first thing that comes in when you put www into a search engine. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a situation a where you're like, someone goes, can I look at YouTube? And you're like, yeah. But I will be putting www.yout here. <laughs> Once the tea is in, you can have the laptop. <laughs> I think it's Before really... the tea, this is my domain. <laughs> it's, you know, the computer should know which things to remember and which things not to remember. And, like, my Firefox, like, puts up uh, your last 15 sites you visited, like, on the front Does it? Page. Yeah, like, often on one of the pages. I don't want that. I don't want that there. No. Because <laughs> it's either pornography well, or something good. about me. You know so I... <laughs> Either way, you were wanking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you don't want that. No. <laughs> so did what was you it? Amanda? It was your homepage as well. Yeah. Like a porn site. That's, yeah. I mean, what kind of life are you live? Save some time. <laughs> <laughs> Save time to press the home rather than put W in. That's <laughs> w, w. Click down. <laughs> I imagine, I'm guessing. Uh, so, was it Amanda Abington, the t- yeah, Tim yeah, in the yeah. office's wife? Well, uh, Martin Freeman's wife. So, in a way, she's having an affair with Tim from the office. If Martin Freeman finds <laughs> out, he'll be furious. I've never met Martin Freeman. Is he nice? I, I have not met 
him. But you've got but. a situation now, because you've done this, which is similar to the situation I had with Chetna from the Great British yeah. Bake Off. Yeah. We've talked about someone so much that... Well, I want to get him on here, but... Uh, have in I... a weird way, he's scared. Yeah, he would be scared. Uh, I walked past him once when I went to... I was at the Q Awards two years ago, and we, it was at a hotel on, um, in Park Lane, somewhere like that. And I walked past him, and I was going one way trying to find the entrance, and he was going the other way. And then, I, then we went all the way around the building, and then I saw him again as we've <laughs> as we've gone the opposite direction. Did you mention? The... No, I didn't say. I went, when I passed him, I went, and he went hi, because you know he knows I've been on TV. Do you have that I, where you do that? You've got to of... say hello to each other. Yeah, you know, they don't know each other. We had that with Joe Swash the other day. <laughs> He said you're the guy from Sunday Side Up. <laughs> <laughs> Most things will be improved by putting Joe Swash in, in them as well. I think... Uh, yeah, Joe Swash is a Sherlock, guy, isn't Sherlock and Joe Swash. Elementary, my dear Joe Swash. <laughs> it's quite good because it's quite hard to say his name. Joe Swash. It is, yeah. It's like... I've got that with my name because it's Josh Widdicombe. Yeah. But it could be Josh Widdicombe. Yeah. One of the most boring things I've ever said. <laughs> Is it? Did you become a comedian because your first name was like Josh? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm constantly toying with calling my next tour only Joshing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I thought that. I thought that'd get a laugh, and a lot of people went, "No, oh, that's not a bad idea." <laughs> you also like sport. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Uh, Why do you two like or sport? three of them. Two or three of them. You like cricket? Of course, I like cricket. What's, the, what's going on with this week's guests? I mean, sorry, this week's and last week's guests. <laughs> All liking cricket and stuff. Good, I just don't understand it. Do you uh, not? Do, do, do you not I, I do quite like sport, but it's kind of most comedians don't. That's kind of the comedian pose, isn't it? Because most do not comedians, like sport. Well, cause I think most comedians were like bullied at school and weren't good at sport, so then that's yes, then they don't. I, I, was, I don't like playing sport. Okay, I think that is beyond the pale. Yeah. Don't like contact sport or anything, but I like um, I like watching other people do it. Yeah, it's very similar to my attitude to sex. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much like sex, I like reading the analysis of it. <laughs> I can't watch a full match. Um, <laughs> no, I, I do like it, um, and I know I shouldn't. Yeah. Like, I know it's a pointless waste of my time. Yeah. But then, is it more of a waste of my time than Game of Thrones or Battlestar Galactica? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's answered yes. that one. Because sometimes at Game of Thrones you see someone's bum. Like naked, yeah, not just sport. in shorts. Two words, Paul Skulls. Um, <laughs> what an arse. Um, no, you, I, I don't know. It's, I like the unpredictability. I like the drama. The theatre. Yeah, it's good. I like it as well, really. Yeah, oh. I'll, would you ever play yourself at snooker and do it as an audio podcast of I'll the fucking commentary? loser mate <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, I did used to play myself at snooker yeah, when so I was growing up because we had a small pool table yeah. I used to play myself um, at pool yeah. but I never thought anyone else would be interested that's not well that's pool man that's different oh, is that, that's yeah, a different okay. game isn't it that's yeah. a, no I wouldn't record myself playing myself at pool would you, what's the highest break on snooker 
What, in Me 1 versus Me 2 snooker or in me playing snooker against other human beings? I think Have I... you ever played against anyone else? <laughs> yeah, not, not for a long time. <laughs> but, the, but the, you know, I feel it's different. I think in Me 1 versus Me 2 snooker, it's about 20-something, 20 25 or something. Not I think bad. I've got 35. I might have got 42 when I used to play myself when I was a teenager. And then I sometimes played on a proper-sized table. But I, I think I got a three-ball break once. Uh, the proper size snooker table is yeah. utterly insane. Yeah. Why are they bothering? <laughs> I loved snooker when I was a kid, though. Yeah. But you're quite, you're quite a lot younger than me. It kind of been as when we, in the 1980s and 70s. So when like, I was a kid, the, the big ones. I remember the six uh, finals between Hendry and Jimmy White. Yeah. Which is amazing. Well, see, Jimmy White was the last character. The last... Ronnie? Yeah. Well, yeah, oh, Ronnie's, I love yeah. Ronnie. Ronnie's still there, that's true. Do you know how much but they become, is? They His become... dad was put in prison for murder. <laughs> that's a character, my friend. <laughs> no, you've got, you've got to have murdered someone yourself to be a character. <laughs> that's why I love that Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> oh, he is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> So I've talked to actually, all the, uh, I've probably talked to both the other two about this, but uh, I saw you on Mock the Week with uh, James oh, yeah. Acaster and Sarah Pascoe, both previous guests on this uh, podcast. Do check them out if you haven't seen them. Uh, it was kind of, you know, it was a very uh, interesting episode, I think, in that it was, it felt like uh, because there was a, a significant number of new, newer comedians. Mm. I mean, you're not new comedians, any of you, but you're all the newer generation. With the same the, class, the, next, the, next the class, class of '08. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I like. I was. That was an amazing experience because you get on these things initially, and you are with people who terrify you because they're you're the new guy. And then when you get to do something with your mates, like Sarah and like James is probably my best mate since I started comedy. Right. So it's you get to do something with James on what the week we had to do the thing where you were doing stand up against each other, yeah, yeah. and you go bloody hell. <laughs> we did a free Fringe show in 2009 and finally we're going head to head and Dara O'Brien's going to decide who is better. <laughs> and we, uh, he won. But, and, um, <laughs> he, was, he did. It was a very good routine. It, yeah, all right, mate. Whatever. Yours, um, yours was all right. Yeah, well, you know, my routine where I won pointless was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been on Mock the Week, so, you know, you're winning uh, every battle. I've never been on Sunday Side Up. Have you not been on Sunday Side Up? And I never will, because there was only one series. I'm going going back on Sunday Brunch for the second time, though. I did Sunday Brunch. Two times. Two times? This is my second time coming up. Oh. That's what they're all talking about. What did you... I can't keep... What did you cook? Um, I didn't have to cook anything. I, I helped them cook some salmon fish cakes or something. No, I realised you helped. I didn't think you were on as the chef. <laughs> <laughs> many people think... Many people <laughs> mistake me. I didn't think... <laughs> many people mistake me for James Martin, so I thought maybe you had. Um, uh, no, but I'd forgotten I'd cooked anything and then I remembered I had helped. I'd squeezed the lemon... And Ooh. they showed me... What did they, did they do? I can't remember what I did now. There was something you did to stop the pips going in. But I can't remember what it was because I don't really like cooking. I, <laughs> I was amazed. I was amazed how... I mean, this is rich coming from us as we're talking now. Yeah. I was amazed how inane the uh, stuff, <laughs> <laughs> stuff they put out. Uh, but I'm like, there was just... Um, they talked for like... It felt like five minutes about what age you should teach your child to make a cup of tea. 
They had a well, long no, discussion about ten. it. Ten. <laughs> well, there you go. That's fine. That's discussion <laughs> over. They talked for a long time. Until Did they? I had to go, you know we're on... Like, they were meant to be interviewing me, and they were talking, the two of them were talking about that. I said, so you know this is you, on TV. And then they were just having a chat without you. Yeah, yeah. They were talking about cups of tea with their kids, and I said, do you, do you mind... I am here. This Some is of us going are trying out. to promote something. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's a, it was a weird one. I I, I went on and um, they sat down for the interview and they 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 do clips of shows that are on Channel Four or whatever mm. before. And they showed a clip of Made in Chelsea and just before the interview, Tim Lovejoy, Lovejoy. Um, leaned in and went, "I'll ask my first question about that." What? <laughs> I'd never seen Made in Chelsea. I had no knowledge of Made in Chelsea. <laughs> I just came back to you and what are your thoughts on Made in Chelsea? <laughs> so, couldn't give a shit, mate. <laughs> I'm here to make a Swiss roll, right? <laughs> and I, that I did. I was on with Jamie Theakston. Were you? Uh, yeah, he was one of the other... I don't know what he was... I can't remember what he was doing on there, but he was... Uh, uh, but he was sitting next to me and something was going on. And like, you know, you're all mic'd up and it's live. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of think, well, I better, just in case the yeah, mic's yeah, 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 yeah. are <laughs> was just some, There was something where there was a bit of banter. And Shane thinks and just uh, turned to me and Apropos went, yeah, fucked her up the arse. I was thinking, that's quite a chance to take Mr. Thinkston on live. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> He's really laughing. It was some little double entendre. <laughs> and what was your response? <laughs> that's I laughed. And then went... <laughs> what if that's gone out? What if Jamie Theakston has said fucked up the arse? I used to love On Jamie On Sunday morning TV. I, um, do you remember The Priory with Jamie Theakston? I do, vaguely, yes. Yeah. Um, so it was him and uh, Zoe Wall. Yes. I haven't really got much on it. <laughs> but I was just this thinking... Is, uh, is this your attempt to get into sort of Peter Kay? Because that is... <laughs> what, is that, do you remember the Priory? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, is that, not, is that not enough for you? <laughs> Can we not entertain ourselves with that for five minutes? <laughs> yeah, no one knows who I am. They've come to see you, which explains their odd reaction to my child murder jokes in the first podcast. <laughs> I'm just getting them out because everyone tells me that once I have kids of my own, I won't find jokes about paedophilia funny anymore, right? That's, which really gets... That's not true, is I it? Mean, it can't be true. And then what does that say about you as a person if until you have a child... <laughs> you know, that A implies that up until that point, you've been laughing at the idea of paedophilia, you know, thinking, ah, it's great when kids get raped. <laughs> That's not what you're laughing at a paedophile joke about, hopefully. And then it's, oh no, not my kid, though. <laughs> Wait a minute, it's <laughs> not related to well, me. Not my actual child. All the other kids, that was fine, but now it's my kid. So that's kind of weird that you are, don't understand the paedophile jokes are jokes, but also that you can't, you don't have any human empathy. <laughs> with, <laughs> that you don't. So you, are you thinking that you've got a countdown on paedophile Yeah, jokes? I think it might be. Might, well, that's what they tell me. So I'm just getting. So you're going hard on them now? I'm going, well, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you won't be saying that in six months, mate. I'm going, oh, no, you can't do that. That could be my child. <laughs> Fucking psychopaths. When's your child due? Can I ask that? Yeah. When's it due? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. But I can ask. Yeah, you can ask. It's uh, February the 4th. February the 4th. Aquarius. Yeah, two fan. of them in. Some, <laughs> statistically, you think there'd be more. But, uh, <laughs> The thing about Aquarius is a lot of them don't know what they are. That is the, that is the 
you don't know what star sign you are. That is the general reading for Aquarius. So a lot of Aquarians are out there. They just don't. They have no idea that that's what they are. That's a, that's a fascinating philosophical point. I wouldn't like to be Aquarius because it's like people would think you're an Aquarium. I think that's what I. If I was at school, I'd go Aquarius. Do you live in an aquarium? That's I mean, there's again. worse ones. Well, I'm cancer, cancer. so yeah. <laughs> yeah. You won't that's find that fun. See, funny if you get cancer. No, that's, the, that's the problem, isn't yeah. it? Funny I mean, that, that, that thing about kids is yeah. not true, is it? No. Well, it's true. Some, some people, some, I've met comedians who've got kids going, no, I, won't, don't find, I used to find that stuff funny. I don't find it funny now. Well, it's the same thing as when someone says peaking as a mother. Yes. Because it doesn't entitle you to have any more of an opinion than me, surely. Well, you get a lot, that's what you get a lot. I mean, I'm asking for advice and I ask these, but a lot of people give you, a lot of people go, it's all going to be different when, uh." so I was on tour in crew and I've I've been not sleeping very well this year anyway. I slept in... Is that because you were going on tour to crew? (laughs) It might be. (laughs) But I slept in crew and this is very unusual on tour. I slept past nine o'clock and so I, you know, it was one of the first times this year I've slept past nine o'clock, which is Mm. insane because I used to sleep in all the time. Uh, and I tweeted, you know, oh, wow, I can't believe it's step past nine. And everyone went, well, won't be able to do that in six months' time. And go, I will if I'm in crew. It's not like, <laughs> it's not like, not my wife is going to wire up the baby monitor so I have to wake up even though I can't do anything. When I'm on tour, and you'll be I'll be a asleep. Lot more gigs in crew will, in six I'm months. Fucking, we'll be doing, I'm doing a 720-day tour. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Ellis... Ellis James, yeah. he's just had a kid, and um, we've got to go and film in Clacton for four days. Yeah. Which is going to be grim. Yeah. Uh, but he is so delighted <laughs> that he was not in the same room as his baby. Oh. He's, he's having a great time as a father. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. But it's just the sleeping. Have you got any ideas for modern art installations, conceptual art? Very hard question. I mean, is this, this is essentially turning into Dragon's Den at one point. <laughs> well, I do have a question. Okay. What would you pitch to Dragon's Den? It's a very hard oh, question. I stopped doing it because it was too I've hard. Got good, good, thank I've got God. Good invention. Um, too hard a question. So it's a, um, it's a pill yeah. that you take every day. Yeah. You're on board with it already. That makes you immortal. No. no. Brilliant idea. Well, I, I'll invest. Oh, well, that's ruined it. <laughs> I know, it's a pill you take every day. Yeah. And it stops your hair growth exactly that length. Right. And then when you want to regrow, you just stop taking the hair. So if you get like, you know when your hair reaches the perfect level? Yeah. You start taking that pill and then yeah. you don't have to shave. It's a good idea. Yeah. Have you invented the pill? No, I've not invented it, no. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise I had to have a prototype. <laughs> All right, reggae, reggae sauce. <laughs> I want a quarter of a million pounds to see if I can make this pill. I'm the ideas man, I'm not the boffin. You haven't even got a... The first thing I ask in Dragon's Den is, if you were going to commit an atrocity, how would you do it? That's how you get through the door. First ban on time. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'll ask you another emergency question it feels like we need. Have you ever seen a ghost? No. I haven't. Have you? Well, you must have come no, this I before. I don't, I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm very scared of the dark. Okay. What scares you about the dark? The unknown, I think. <laughs> yeah. Do you not have that? Well, I, even if it's I dark, to... I kind of know what's there. 
It's just I can't see it at this exact moment. Well, if only you'd been Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> um, <laughs> my issue with the Oscar Pistorius thing, by the way. Yeah. However dark it is. is your, if your issue isn't that he shot his girlfriend, <laughs> then I'll tell you what annoys me about Oscar Pistorius. Yeah, come on, have um, is however dark it is. Yeah. You do know if someone's next to you in the bed, don't you? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to say this. This isn't going to go out. Especially if uh, there wasn't anyone in bed with you before. If, if you wake up and there's suddenly someone there, you really know about it. <laughs> oh, that would be the ultimate crime. Wouldn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. Well, you know, people who were at the court say it's might that they kind of believed him in the end. And the, the justice system has done its highly money-oiled job. Yeah, it's all, it's all fine. It's all fine. We've ruined his life. That's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, you know, yeah. He's ruined. Let's move on from Oscar's story, I, shall we? I think he's pr- probably a bit of a prick. <laughs> Do you know what? I've heard on the well, grapevine that he's a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been hearing. Uh... So if you had to choose between having a uh, hand made out of ham or an armpit An armpit? An ar- just an ar- or having an armpit Or having an armpit Second option <laughs> Just either a hand made out of ham no, having an armpit that dispensed sun cream Which of those two would you choose, Josh Widdicombe? The second one, of course Why? But that's a bonus, and the first one's a negative, isn't it? It's got handmade of ham. Yeah, but I'm vegetarian. But it's not an actual ham, it just is your hand. You, it's yeah, not, not a, a positive. No animal has died, you can eat ham. Does my hand regrow? Yeah. Of course, otherwise, what would the point in having a handmade of ham be? Just go, oh, oh, it'd be like, oh it's so tantalising and delicious. It would be an absurd question if it didn't regrow. If only I could eat it, ah, but I eat it. If you ate it all, it wouldn't regrow. But if you nibble, or it would grow very slowly. If you just nibble at it. So it'd be like nails. You could just suck it. (laughs) Nice ham. That was a horrible sound. (laughs) Um, I'd go for the arm. This is me suckling you. (laughs) Why (laughs) away? I tell you what, when, yeah. when, when you're thinking, I'm worried people aren't going to pay for the extra visual content. <laughs> they are after that. It's, uh, it's all free now, it's all free. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's all free. The only bit that isn't free is the bit you did backstage, which you won't believe. Oh, my God. A man came backstage, you won't believe what happened next. That's what you have to put on the thing and then people pay for it. Uh, so the armpit depends on sun cream. Well, that seems like only a, a bit, though. Only enough for you and one other person, to uh, a loved one for a year. What, then it to runs get through, out? No, it'll get you through the year and then it'll keep going, but you can't start manufacturing it and selling it. Oh, I can't. No, I wouldn't have done that anyway. I'm not, I'm not in this for profit. Um, I just think that would be very useful. But yeah. when am I going to set it off by mistake every time I put my arm next to my body? I think there's a nozzle. The problem can, is... Um, you know, like in armbands? It's going to ruin my career as a bagpiper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you rather be a cow or a badger? Oh God, that's tough, isn't it? Yeah. Cow. I ask the tough questions that no one else dares ask. That is, that is what 
people I say think Evan Davis me. asked this of Russell Brand on Newsnight <laughs> the other day. I'd go um, cow. Ah, interesting. Yeah, because are you going to die either? I suppose that's the same with everything. Badger's um, not necessarily going to die. I mean, it's, well, everything will we're die all eventually. We're going to die, mate. But a cow is, you know, well, you know, it could be a cow. Well, I haven't specified that the cow is in a farm, but it probably would be. But I the cow has got mates. I don't really know what's going on under the ground for badgers. They're having a great time. Are they? Yeah. What are they up to? <laughs> I only need the details before I make my decision. There's a, with a badger, there's a, a degree of badgering that, is, uh, <laughs> that may be annoying. But, but when they're not badgering, they, uh, they're, you know, they're, uh, they're fucking like rabbits down there. But, you know, badgers. I'd go. Well, I suppose I'd go. Cow. The cows are imprisoned. You're milk. You're, you're milked. You know, that's what. You're back to yeah, but I've heard they like that. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what I was told. Um, do they not like? They're, they're quite into being milked because if they don't get milked, then they. Well, they do, they die if they don't get milked or something. Like do that. they? <laughs> Is that where beef comes from? It's quite unpleasant. <laughs> I mean, I'm uninformed on the topic both ways. Um, a child asked that question. Did they? Yeah. The Welsh child. The worst of all the children. <laughs> Tell you what, though, once you have a child... Yeah. You won't make that joke. Wouldn't ask, wouldn't ask that. Wouldn't ask about badgers once you have a child, and that's all they fucking won't stop going on about shit. It's like being a child. <laughs> the child catcher there... <laughs> uh, I reckon we're done uh, so I've got nothing uh, it's time to go home ladies and gentlemen fuck off you're all cunts uh, give it up to my guests Josh Whittacom you have been listening to Richard Herring's at the Square Theatre Podcast with me Richard Herring and my guest Josh Whittacom uh, the music you're listening to now is by Pest. Thank you to all the people involved in making this happen. They're all cunts. There is Orange Mark from the British Comedy Guide. There is Chris Evans. Not that one. No, not that one. No, you're not. You're thinking of the wrong one. It's the one from Go Faster Stripe and all of his crew from Go Faster Stripe. Uh, thanks to uh, everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre also for looking after us so beautifully. Uh, although they are all cunts as well as the other people I mentioned uh, earlier. <laughs> thank you to our producer Dave Cribb, who's nice. He's a nice guy. He's the only one who's all right. All the rest, all the rest of them are cunts. This is a Go Faster Stripe Sky Potato Fuzz production. Hope you enjoyed Richard Herring's That's a Square Theatre podcast. I thought it was a really good one this week. And I'm not just saying that because it's, I do know what, which one this is going after and it was a really good one. And it's not, I'm just haven't done this as a generic one. I just want you to know that. Uh, but if you have enjoyed it, why don't you tell your friends about it and get them to listen to it and watch it as well. Uh, and if you appreciate it being free, you can help us make more stuff by buying a badge at gofasterstripe.com slash badges or just making a donation and you don't even get a badge then. That would just, it would make you a good person and not a kind of freeloading prick. It's just up to you whether you feel, whether you can sleep at night knowing that my baby is crying and we can't afford to buy it any shoes, as I, as I understand. <laughs> if that is the main thing about babies, as I understand it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening. RichardHerring.com slash gigs. GoFasterStripe.com for all my books, downloads, all that sort of shizzle. Oh, yeah, I know all the cool words. And um, would love to see you on the, on the Can I Have My Ball Back tour if you can make it. Bye. <laughs>